This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Hello again, it is Winged Nation, presented by Hercules Tires, right on our strength, talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week. Oh man, I'm so fired up, I'm so pumped up. Wait a minute, what's going on? Wait a minute, I'm hearing myself. I feel like I'm in one of those old kung fu movies. Too many postmans, too many postmans. My lips are not moving. We've got a delay, Craiger. We've got a delay, okay? Yes. Yeah, well, I don't know because we're still delayed. We've got a delay that's probably 15 seconds. Oh, wow. It's a lot. And again. Yeah, and again, and again. <laughs> hello, 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 hello. This ought to be really good. I'm going to have to pull this. Oh, boy. All right. What I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to let them, I'm going to take my earpiece out. Yeah. I'm going to take my earpiece it's a, it's out. A yes. Lot. There's a lot of postman going on Woo! in our ears because yeah. now that I did that echo thing, it's like yeah, I just heard it's, the intro it's like, like six times. Yeah, it's like I'm singing in the round to myself. Yes, <gasps> exactly. So Aaron Evernham and Steve Post um, here, and uh, we have got a great program for you. Uh, we're so glad that you have joined us. And uh, how are you? How's everything I'm, in your world? I'm good. I mean, now other that than, we got rid of that. Other than hearing a lot of you. Well, that's a, that's like that's that's like an, that's like every woman's nightmare right there. Hearing a lot of the postman. That's a lot. That's a that's a little a little so goes. So I'm a, better now that my earpiece. Yes, is out. we took our earpieces out. Uh, a little goes a long way. A lot just puts everyone right over the edge. So um, they are working on it. I'm fairly confident. I pulled the earpiece up to find out, but I'm uh, but um, I'm confident because I know Craigers at the helm, and it'll all be good. So by the time we uh, get to the end of the break, we'll have it all figured out. So um, we are just talking sprint car racing and having the time of our life. And uh, we have got Greg Wilson and Lance Dewey, just two of our all time favorites. They are really. Oh my gosh, this is great. This is like. Just friends, just sitting around talking. So um, it is great. It is fantastic. Uh, let's get to our Hefter Racing product hot topics. Um, Sheldon Hottenshield won Friday night at Magnolia. A really, really good race. Yeah. And Saturday night at the Rev, did you watch this I thing? Did. I did. Was that not the most insane thing on the planet? It was one of the best World of Outlaw races I've seen in a while. And the races last year and even this year have been really good. But that race was, I mean, those sliders and the lead changes. So I was at my hotel in Phoenix, okay, and I made some orange chicken. 
you oh, know, rise. In the hotel? And, yeah, in the hotel. I, wow. found, I found a kit sort of thing at a little grocery store. And Fancy. I'm like, oh, we'll try that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really good. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going through the process of getting that together and everything else. And I saw on Twitter that the the dash was done and the late model yep. feature was on and everything. So I knew I was in good shape. Literally, the orange chicken was done, popped onto Dirt Vision, the four wide salute. I'm like, Timing. are you kidding me? I mean, this is great. Well, gravel and sweet get going, and I jump up and down, and the next thing you know, I clip my finger, and I about sent orange chicken and rice all over the hotel room. Did you did you really, or did you no, save I, it? No, I clipped, I clipped it one time when I was like, oh, Ooh, no. I, I mean, I that could there. have been a catastrophe. I was sitting there, and I had like my hand, like, and it must be under the lip, and it just clipped it. And I'm like, oh. Don't I'll mess with you, the orange chicken. You don't mess with my orange chicken. Now, you can have a great world of outlaw race. Carter and all you guys over there have all the great races you want, but if you mess with my orange chicken. You mess with your food. You mess with my food. Period. Um, of course, I was the clumsy one that clipped it, <laughs> and I'm like, that would have been a big mess because that race was insane. It was. It was. I mean, it was. I thought there was two or three times I'm like, oh, David's got this one. No, he doesn't. Yeah. And there's two or three times where it's like, okay, Brad's got this thing one. I thought, honestly, both of those racetracks produced. They were really great. Good, both yeah. of them were, yeah. I mean, the size, the, the preparation. Yeah. Oh, my. And they're two new tracks. Yeah. I don't think fun. they'll be new for long. <laughs> I mean, no, and based off the crowd there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah. Oh, it was great. So, World of Outlaws are are rolling and are back into that mode that we saw last year of knocking it out of the ballpark every time. Yeah. I mean, a bad night with the World of Outlaws is a great race that yeah. you're going to see. You know, I mean, they're just and, – and, and I think it goes to this level of competition. Yeah, and there's not been a repeat winner yet. No, there's not. That's not going to last long, though. No, it's not. Because, but... so, because there's seven or eight that are not going to sit at one win. Correct. Now, there's still a couple that haven't got their first one yet. That says, oh, it's great. We're this far. Oh, my gosh. It's awesome. It really is. But that race at the Rev, holy cow. That was some good stuff. Uh, Central Pennsylvania, um, more of the same, even though it's a new season. Um, The fabulous Lincoln Speed. Okay, this one here. Now, before we did the Xfinity race, I watched this. Danny Dietrich was third when I had to turn flow racing off. And then later in the day, I found out he and and I didn't really think Danny was going anywhere. Yeah, he had he had advanced. He started deep in the field. He started sixteenth or eighteenth, and he got to third. And it looked like that's where he was at. Yep. And then I find out later on he won the race, which that's Danny. He's that good. I, this this number just shocks me. He has fifty five wins at Lincoln. He is a young man. Yeah, he is young for fifty five wins at one race. Now Lincoln runs a lot of races. Fred Raymer, I think, has won sixty nine. So, but but but, Fred, but Fred's fifth, career was right, exactly a lot longer yeah. than you know. Danny's first win was in two thousand nine. There, wow. so he has fifty five wins in eleven seasons. That's, a lot. That's when you're averaging five a year. You're, you're clicking them off at a really <laughs> yeah. good pace. Um, so that was cool. Uh, up at the Speed Palace, Port Royal, Lance DeWeese. Well, I'll see your 55. Well, Lance has been doing it longer again. We're going to talk to him. 116 wins there. That's, Isn't that, that stupid? That is incredible. I mean, that's just like, and and this, there are 99, and I don't, and I'm not running the math, and if you, one of you stat girt nerds want to run the math. I'll bet you less than 1% of every race car driver has 116 wins. I would agree with that. Yeah. That's a lot and of wins. he has that at one track. 
He's also had a little success at some other places, yeah, too. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So, and here's what I like about that. In Pennsylvania, combined 59 cars between that's the two tracks. Healthy, yeah. That's that's a good start. Now, now love you all to death in Pennsylvania, and, and, and they'll have some races up there. I, I hope we find a good balance where we're not just flogging everybody with racing. I mean, I know the Beer Hill gang wants racing seven nights a week. The teams, what happens is, now we're off to a really good start with the 59 cars. That's a great start. Yeah. What happens is, is they start throwing Thursday races and Sunday races and Tuesday races and this, that, and the other thing, and then Speedway. And then we start to get to that point. But I like the start. Yeah. And it seems like they found a pretty good balance with everybody. But but And I get it. You know, Seals Grove wants races, Babs wants races, Pats Valley wants races, Grandview wants races. They all want races. It's great for the fans. Great for the fans. I love where we're at in Pennsylvania. Uh, Come back on Sunday and Fast Freddie Raymer picks up the win. Um, The two-time champ. Yeah, and Brandon finished right up there, too. Brandon, yeah, Brandon, yeah. Good day for the Raymer brothers. Yeah, good day for the Raymer brothers. Um, So, while we have a new season in Pennsylvania, Dietrich, DeWeese, and Raymer. You know, I mean, some things never change. Yeah. Uh, and, and and that's going to be the way. Good racers are going to win the races. Mm-hmm. Uh, good teams are going to do well, and that's what you have there in Pennsylvania with, with those three and some other ones. There's good cars up there. Okay, now I watch the heat races of this. Uh, the King of the Wing 360s out at Keller Auto Speedway. 56 cars. How about that? At Peter Murphy's that's... place. Peter Murphy. Peter Murphy. Peter Murphy. Okay. Um, Dominic Selzy picked up the win. Listen to this podium. Dominic Selzy, Austin McCarl, and Darren Pittman. Who saw that podium? Who went yeah. to Vegas and said, I'm going to go with that podium? In California. In California. Yeah. In a 360 um, race in California. A 360 race in California. We're going with a Selzy, a McCarl, and a Pittman on the podium. Um I, I just think it's great. I think that I think that uh California is bursting. It's ready to go. Uh, we're going to talk to Dominic on our podcast on Thursday to see if he believes it's bursting. Well, go to what you said, we had Jeremy Elliott on our podcast last week, and he gave a big shout-out to California. I yeah. mean, I know he's talking about youngsters, but yeah. obviously that's where it starts. Well, and there was 56 of those 360s, yeah. and Marysville ran. And they had such a horrible year last year. It's like One's they're just, busting yeah, at a, the seams. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because Marysville ran... Um, I think someone else, uh, Placerville, I yeah. think, had a test day, too. So, I mean, so the 360 World is healthy, and King of the West starts this week. It's going to be fun to see. So, uh, Greg Wilson picked up the win with USCS. We're going to talk to Greg on the program. He's a Hercules Tires bud. Okay, ASCS Southwest Region, here's a name, Seth Bergman. We uh, we had Seth on the national tour two years ago, and then yeah. he took some time uh, to develop a family business. I think he's in the coffee shop business, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, him and his wife have a coffee shop, and it was just like we needed to focus on this. Well, and then all of a sudden you hear, well, he picked up a ride here. You know how racers are. Yeah. yeah I'll just, I'm, I'm going to step away. Yeah, well, we'll see you in a couple months. Um, you know, and uh, now Seth Bergman is stepping away, and now he's winning. He won a regional race. And I, I, I need to give a shout-out to our friends, uh, the um, Carolina Sprint Tour, uh, 34 305 sprinters wow. at Fayetteville. How about that? Really, really cool. Justin Clark, a racer out of Ohio, won on Friday night. Sean Vardell, the reigning champ of the Carolina Sprint Tour, won on Saturday night, $1,900. Um, and from all accounts, the racing was good. The um, fans loved it. But the 1 a.m. to 4 a.m. time period was spectacular. Ah. Someone found a mini bike. Yeah, exactly. Mini bikes, 
And at pits, those hours. At those hours. Yeah. And so they had some kind of a buggy or trailer that like they might have seen lined up. And picture of this the next somewhere. thing, there's jumping and ramping and hooting and hollering. And uh, uh, the last count I had is three or four beers were consumed by the yeah, group of them, too. Yes. So neat stuff. On average. That's for sure. So shout out to our friends at the Carolina Sprint Tour. There you have it, our Hefter Racing products. Uh, hot tips or hot topics. Uh, HRP loves karting from Sprint to road racing to winged outlaw karts. HRP Street or Super Stands are the number one selling brand for karting. And uh, they have an automatic electric lift, rolling stand stacker to carry multiple carts. And just like Sprint Cars, HRP has tire racks, engine racks, speed breakers, and a whole line of kart racing accessories. www.hrpracing.com. Talking about that race at Rev, let's take a listen to it and a look to it. It was Brad Sweet. It was David Gravel, the World of Outlaw, NOS Energy Drink, Sprint Cars, Johnny Gibson with the call here on Dirt Vision. And now for the Dry Dean Death-Defying Move of the Week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track moves. David Gravel, Brad Sweet in the traffic down the front stretch with four laps to go. Sweet to the outside. Brad Sweet takes the lead once again. Gravel again looking to the inside in three and four. There will be three laps to go as they cross the start-finish line, and David Gravel back in the lead. That death-defying move was brought to you by Dry Dean Diesel All Death, the official death of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydean.com for more information. For decades, Dry Dean Lubricants has been made in America and made to last, paving the way on our highways, in our fields, and on the production line. Today, Drydeen offers a complete line of engine oils, greases, hydraulic and transmission fluids, and diesel exhaust fluid. If you want greater performance and protection for your critical engines and equipment, go to Drydeen.com. Drydeen, American-owned and operated, and a proud supporter of racing and race fans everywhere. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTires.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTires.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Well, riding on our strength, riding on Hercules' strength was uh, Greg Wilson. How about that? He rolled it down there to the um, North Alabama Speedway, okay? Uh, It was the USCS Shoal Shootout. You know, USCS, the Mark Smith series? Yeah. Not that night. No, no. Not that night. Because our man from Benton Ridge, Ohio, took it to him and picked up the win. He joins us. On the, uh, what hotline is this? I get Drydeen hotline. He drives us on the Drydeen. I get all our hotlines mixed up. He joins us on the Drydeen uh, hotline. Uh, our Hercules Tires friend Greg Wilson's on the line. Hello, Greg. Welcome back to Wing Nation. Hi, guys. Hey, thanks for having us. Um, yeah, it, uh, it was, that was a much-needed night for my team and probably more so my family. Um, yeah. So pretty cool. There are a lot of reasons that it was cool. That's for sure. Um, I feel bad for Mark Smith's win count now because it's only going to be like 22 as opposed to 23, though. You took it off from Mark Smith. (laughs) Well, you know, I was was telling some people back home that, you know, it was kind of funny because 
my oldest daughter, Lily, she was on me all night not to mess with the race car after hot laps, which she normally doesn't say a lot. And yeah. to be honest, I, sometimes I wonder if she even pays attention. And she come down after hot laps, and she's like, Dad, what do you think about the car? And I'm like, I think we're okay. And she's like, no, Dad, I think you're good. So basically, wow. shortening this up, all night long, she said, don't touch it. And I said, well, we really don't know how good we are until we race against Mark Smith. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, to get to the feature and to be able to race, I mean, I, I the fans, it was it, it was a packed house. Um, hats off to North Alabama Speedway and um, USCS um, for, for filling that place up. But uh, the fans got a heck of a show, and it, we were fortunate to drive around Mark for the win. And um, so you know you're pretty good. I mean, he's he wins everything. And, um, you know, was pretty proud of that. And so much respect for him. He was, other than Danny Smith, uh, he was the he was the first one to the car when we got back to the trailer. And, and um, had a, had a lot of words, kind words to say, and um, we become friends. And uh, you know, it, it, uh, it, it, it a lot of respect goes back and forth between me and Mark, and um, you know, an honor to beat him. Greg, it seemed like such an emotional victory lane, and and then to see Twitter and social media blow up with people congratulating you from every form of motorsports, not even just sprint cars. What does that mean to you to have so much support from people behind, like from everywhere, really? Man, I. I get choked up talking about it now. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I love what I do. Yeah. And uh, whew, um, we work really hard uh, to re- represent Hercules Tire, Ohio Logistics, DNC Hydraulics, um, now Lubbock Record Service, and, and all the people. Um, you know, we got Ryder Racing Engines, their first win with us as, as being part of our team. And, uh, we try to do the best we can do, not only to represent the people, but to, uh, you know, um, uh, to, to, to enjoy what we do and um, to get all the response that we did and, and, and that we have this week. Uh, I mean, it, it makes me emotional. I mean, I, like I said, I, I love people. I love racing people. And uh, our family, on both sides of my family, went through a pretty, pretty rough time last month. We lost my Aunt June. Um, Bob Hampshire's wife, and then uh, turn around now, I lost my stepmother, which is a huge part of the beginning of my career. And uh, to watch what my dad's going through and to be as tough as he's been, um, to be honest with you, it kind of caught, caught me off guard. Um, y- y- you know, it's a side of him that, that I, you know, my dad's always been supportive or whatever, but, and my family's been close. My mom, my stepmother, and my dad um, did a hell of a job raising us kids. And, uh, to see what he's going through and how he's held up and, and what he's taught us through this, um, man, I just, uh, just amazement. And, and then to turn around and, and to go win a race, uh, the very next week, um, you know, it's just great for my family. I mean, the big guy upstairs has a way of putting life in perspective. And, um, you know, I have a lot of faith in that. Um, you know, I'm not perfect by no means. But uh, I have a lot of faith in that, and uh, it just has a way of working itself out. And uh, all the outpouring of people, and I have no – I've said this on Twitter yesterday. I have no word of explaining how I feel right now and how my family feels from all the outpouring of race fans and people across the country. It's just amazing. It really is. Um, I, I was – like Aaron, I was impressed with that. And and I and I, I understand the meaning with, with Jackie, your stepmother, losing her and everything – I want to bring it even a little bit more immediate. Your wife, Mackenzie, and your girls know um, the struggle. They know the challenges. 
and they've stood at that trailer so many nights when it didn't go the way you want. What what was it like for the for the four of you? Well, I mean, it it, it was huge. Um, I couldn't help but cry in victory lane just because <laughs> yeah. my three girls were standing there, and you know, uh, Matt Frisbee has been with me for four years, and 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 I. And I I guess the way I was raised and taught, I don't pass out a lot of compliments and, and because I feel like you, you, you have to earn them and you got to work harder to improve. And, you know, um, he, he's stuck right there. So he's, he's part of, he's part of our family and, and, and to have, have my three girls and Matt stand there and get, and they know what we went, what, what I, what, what we've been through, but what I've been through the last week, um, mm. you know, um, I did the hardest thing away from racing. I did the hardest thing I ever had to do. My family asked me to speak at the funeral and and give the eulogy and everything, which is you know it, it, it made it it was super tough, um, you know, to sit there and and um, talk about the things that I needed to talk about. And uh, I realized that my faith, the way I was raised, never given up, and um, you know, it's spilling over to my family, and I got to see it firsthand. And the coolest part for me so far was. My my girls have made a lot of friends uh, across the country um, with a lot of kids their age, and to hear them on Sunday talking on the phone as I was driving down the road to a Hercules Tire event yesterday was so cool. Jim said, "Yeah, my dad won," and <laughs> to hear how proud they were, um, you know, you got you you have to cherish those moments because in in racing it's tough. Um, you know, there are no give, give me's and I don't care what form of racing that whether it's go-karts to NASCAR to F1 to Ward Outlaw Sprint Cars to USCS, I, I don't care where you go, it's not easy. And um, so you got to cherish those moments. And uh, uh, that's that's still what we're doing as a family right now, being appreciative of, of, of uh, those particular moments. As you should. Uh, and the tire store tour of america continued you were in i believe woodruff south carolina yesterday um that had to be pretty neat going to a tire store appearance one of your hercules dealers uh after winning on saturday night uh that that was probably a pretty cool moment as well because that's such an important part of what you do yeah and you know we we've we're so lucky to be you know uh, you know wing nation and and you know our race team to be involved with such a great company um you know they've stuck they've stuck behind us believed in racing, believed in the racing community, and and uh, believed in our team, and and to be able to give back and go to a, a dealer visit after after a victory was you know was pretty cool. And and uh, Waters Tire they have they have their own race car, so they got they get it. They, they they we had a lot of discussion yesterday about the struggles of racing, and you know it's well, unfortunately I mean racing a lot of times is a lot more downs than it is up. So you gotta you gotta really enjoy those upswings, and uh, you know. At, at Alabama, we did one last Thursday at uh, Tires and More in Russellville, Alabama, and uh, fortunately, they got to make it to the race on Saturday and be a huge part of it. And uh, you know, it was nice to be able to include some of the people that make it happen for for our team and for Hercules Tire. And um, you know, it, it, I, like I said this, I've told you guys a million times. I I feel like I'm just you know fortunate and blessed, and 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 we we work hard to um, make our partners proud and. Um, it's nice to give them the opportunities to uh, smile about their race team a little bit. Well, you certainly give them uh, opportunities to smile, not just with the win, but just with the person that you are. 
Greg, you, you know, on a lighter note, speaking of family, you've talked about having the family on the road with you the last few years. But I saw some cool pictures of you at the beach with them at Captain Jack's. What is it what is it like to be able to be on the road with them, even in the hard times? Uh, well, I mean, you know, it's awesome. I mean, it, it isn't always easy. I mean, kids are kids and they're getting at the age, uh, you know, um, they bicker back and forth a little more. Uh, they're, they're, you know. They're they're uh, running around with boys at the racetrack. I mean, that isn't nothing that a dad likes. <laughs> but you know, it, it, it's such a you know. I feel like that so many people try to figure out how to make um, life good and what they want. And um, you know, we we hit it head on every day. And so we're fortunate to get to do those things. And I there's times when you overlook how, how you know the good of things when the kids are fighting or whatever. But when you, when you look back on it, you think about all the things that we get to do and see as a family, um, you know, it, I, I, I have no other words that I'm, that I'm, I'm appreciative and grateful for it. I mean, I, like I've told you guys before, I haven't always been that way, but life changes and it opens your eyes up a little bit. And, um, you know, to have my, have my wife and my, my girls, out on the road with us. And I mean, we actually drove back to Captain Jack's. Um, we just pulled in the driveway just a little bit ago and, um, you know, to get those moments and share them. I mean, you know, I hope, I hope as they get older that, that they look back and think, man, my, our, our, our life on the road was pretty darn cool. Um, you know, they miss a lot of things at home. We've tried to intertwine that a little bit more. Um, as they've gotten older, we got them into basketball and things like that over the winter time. So they can have a little normalcy to life too. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it, it there's, it, it's just, it's awesome. <laughs> you're, you're here. Here's the thing, your daughters. Okay. Your daughters. And this is something that no kid will ever be able to top them at show and tell your daughters are friends with Jason sides and Danny Smith. Okay. <laughs> you, you, there, there's not a show and tell on the planet. That's ever been any better than that. Now it is. I hope they don't bring them in for well, show I hope, and tell. No, I'm not sure you want to bring. <laughs> yeah. Now you might leave. The, well, the, to be inter- it, it would be entertaining if they did. I guarantee you that. <laughs> uh, Greg, we, uh, the, 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 the era when, when Jason was the babysitter for the Wilsons is just, like to me, one of my favorite stories in the history of sprint car racing because I know, I know while on the surface that sounds like a horrible idea, in reality yeah. that's the best idea on the planet because we all know Jason so well and Paul. But, uh, Greg, you, you said you headed back to Captain Jack's. What's, what's the immediate plan here the next few weeks, and, and what's the overall plan as you, as you start to look at 2021? Well, I, 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 uh, I'm not one, one for uh, – meant some words, but I actually had to come back. I've, I've been having some problems with my back actually. So apparently about 15 minutes from captain Jacks is some of the best people in the world that you want to have check yeah. out your back and nothing major. Um, it, it's just, uh, after talking to, you know, my buddy, Tony Stewart and a few other racers, Danny Smith and, and family and friends that have had issues. Um, you know, I feel like that it's, it's in my best interest to, uh, uh, have to be checked out and get fixed up because it's, it, it, I can, this would be the proper time to do it as far as the way the schedule goes. Now, after we have an appointment tomorrow, I'll have a better idea and hopefully um, they can give me a plan to get me through till the fall. And um, then uh, we can go racing in Loxley, Alabama next weekend and get on back home and 
get with our schedule. We, we got a lot of plans to run with the All-Stars and Outlaws through, um, you know, mo- most of the rest of the summer um, with a few off weekends to kind of hit whatever. Um, we kind of tried to make our schedule this year a little easier for our team to get caught back up, to get more competitive. Mm. Um, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm not 20 no more, and, and, and I'm okay with that. Um, and so we basically handpicked a schedule that fit our team, um, fit our partners, and um, hopefully we get a lot better results. And, you know, that's our goal. Our goal is to go have the ability to win races wherever we go. And, um, you know, we were, we felt like on Friday we went to the outlaw show kind of unplanned because it was in um, that neck of the woods where we were at. And we were very competitive there other than that uh, we got to the feature and we really weren't, we really weren't ready to bolt another set of tires on and and it kind of cost us a little bit, but uh, you know, we, we see some light at the end of the tunnel um, as far as being competitive and, we feel like with the schedule that we come up with, I'm bouncing around more so. Um, still, the All-Stars are a huge part of our schedule. The Outlaws are a huge part of our schedule. But working with Hercules Tire and our other partners to represent them a little better on the racetrack and take it a little easier on, on me, um, you know, excited to get moving. I know that. Yeah, I, I think I think it's great to have a 90-race schedule like the World of Outlaws do until you find yourself behind at race number 22 and realize that you've got 68 more and you're behind the eight ball. So I respect that. And I, I think that um, been there, done that and been part of the sport for so long, Greg, I think, uh, I think that's going to serve you well. And I hope it serves you well and get you, get you up front running more. Well, I'll tell you what, we appreciate the time getting a chance to chat with you. We appreciate the emotion that you always share with us. We love you as a, as a friend. And of course our, our, our partnership we share with you with Hercules tires. We're, we're so proud of that, but uh Man, does our heart good when we see your smiling face in Victory Lane, and I know we're going to do it more this year. So I appreciate you joining us. Good luck with the back also. Yeah, man, you guys have no idea what it means to be able to be a part of your show and, and, uh, you know, pay attention to what you guys do for our sport. And I've told you this before, but, you know, I'm just some kid from Benton Ridge that gets to live out his dream driving race cars, and it don't get no better than that. No, no. No, you're you're right, and I'm and I appreciate the fact you 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 understand it and and respect it and appreciate it. Thanks, Greg. Yep, you guys have a have a wonderful day. You got it, Greg Wilson, joining us there. Need some tissues. Does not get any I was better. glad the camera wasn't on me. If some part I know of that. there was a few moments there where I'm starting to get a little misty over here. <laughs> yeah. It was almost it was, bad. Someone's when, cutting up some onions in almost, here. Yeah, someone was cutting onions in here. That's what it was. So. Uh, We'll see what happens. Maybe uh, I think Lance likely is not quite as emotional. No, I, don't know. I think we no. might get a little technical. Hopefully. Little I don't t- know if I can handle two emotional Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, uh, boy, we always appreciate spending some time with Greg Wilson. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTires.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTires.com. Hercules tires ride on our strength. For a year-round high-quality eating experience, look no further than sage fruit, apples, pears, and cherries. Not only is their produce healthy, but they are grown with such care and precision that you can count on each piece of fruit 
having exceptional flavor. Sage Fruit, it's our first choice for quick and easy snacking. Sunoco is a proud partner of Wing Nation. Not all fuels are created equal, so fill up with Sunoco Ultratech. Sunoco Ultratech is a top-tier detergent gasoline that is proven to make your engine run cleaner, longer, and more efficiently. Using the same detergent package as what is blended into some of Sunoco's high-performance race fuels, you can trust Ultratech for your everyday race. Whether you're headed to the track or just hitting the road, fill up with Sunoco Ultratech and fuel your best. We are in the Hercules Tire Studios in Concord, North Carolina, and we're going to the Dry Dean Hotline, joining us fresh off from another trip to Victory Lane at the Speed Palace. I believe it was the 116th time he has stood on the top podium there, on top of the stage at the Speed Palace. Lance DeWeese joins us. Hello, Lance. Welcome back to Wing Nation. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Lance, when you start a new season, how important, how nice, how good is it to knock a win right out in your first time? Uh, it's really good. It's really good to get off to a good start like that. And um, and we were um, pretty fast all day long, so that was kind of, even we wouldn't have won, I was really happy with how our speed was all day. Now, Lance, I saw that you had tested our, our practice the night before, and I wanted to ask you a little bit about that because I feel like, I mean, it's been, God knows, a long time since I've raced. But those practice nights didn't seem to always be that effective because the racetrack wasn't exactly like it would be for a race. But you said you made some major changes or, or something like along those lines that you found some things out. Talk a little bit about what you learn on a, on a practice night when there isn't an actual race going on. Well, um, you're right. There's certain places you can't go test. Um, Williams Grove is one place you can't go test, it seems like, because it, the track's not in a race condition most of the time when you go test. Mm-hmm. Port Royal, on the other hand, does a really good job at being more like it is when you race there. And they also, with it being an open practice session, they had, I think, like 60-some cars. Mm-hmm. So they there was a lot of cars, so there was a lot of laps put down. And um, so you can learn more things that way and kind of get a good idea on how your car is feeling. Um, yeah, we, we did some testing at the end year last year, um, BAPS, um, testing some different things and thought we came on to some stuff and we showed up there to race and probably the worst we've been there almost since I've been in the car. So <laughs> it, you know, there's certain places you can go and certain places you can't, but you just learn some little things. We were, when we went to Arizona, we had some different things on the race car. Then when we come back, we went back to our normal package and kind of tuned that back in and um, felt pretty good the whole time there. It was really windy, so it was also, you had to kind of be careful in what you were feeling sometimes. Lance, when you look at the box score of that race, you started on the pole and you won the race, okay? But um, you, Kerry got the advantage, you had to pass Kerry, and you also had to work back in traffic in the heat race, um, I know you want to go to the track. You want to start on the pole. You don't ever want to see anybody else. You want to do it. But how important was it that you actually got a little behind some other cars? And you guys are always testing and always learning. What I mean is, is, is that important to you to also figure out on that first night out that what you can do behind somebody else? Well, yeah, um, we we didn't draw very well in the heat race and start eighth and ran third and um, felt pretty good with our car and um. You know, up front, the first start, I had a really good start and got the lead, and then um, they called that back for somebody jumping farther back in the pack. And the next 
um, start. I I didn't get a good start. I really didn't know what changed there. I, mean, I just didn't get a good start, and I was shocked when Kerry came by us because I knew where he started. So um, I was kind of shocked where he was the one that was passing me, and um, then we had to chase him. And um, we were pretty good the whole time in three and four, better than he was in three and four. And it was just a matter of trying to get by him. You know, he's he's experienced enough that I have to make sure I pass him and stay ahead of him. And um, we finally got a restart, and I kind of worked the middle of the racetrack a little bit and got a run at him to pass him. That is, is impressive. Lance, when you talked about the high winds, how does that affect a sprint car? You know, you think of Port Royal, you got some tall fencing on some side, you got the grandstands, there's not a lot. But how, how does it affect the car? Is it random that you just feel something and you know you can't really blame it on the car, that it was just a gust of wind? Like, how do you, how do you decipher what was what was wind and how does that affect the car in a race? Well, Port Royal, I've never really raced a whole lot. Port Royal, the wind's been affecting the cars a lot, but um, that practice session that we had and a little bit on Saturday, the winds were up too, but not as bad. Um, it, it was blown across from four to three. So it kind of really messed the cars up a little bit through three and four. It wasn't, and also it wasn't, I don't think consistent. Um, on the other hand, the Grove on Sunday, um, where a headwind hard up the back stretch and a tailwind going down the front stretch, and but those type of winds you kind of know, you know, from day one what they do. They do that all the time at the Grove on, on day shows this time of year. It's always you know when it's windy, it's exact same. So it's more predictable in what the car is doing, and you can adjust certain things with driving styles to make the car work to your benefit in some ways so um but the crosswinds are the ones that you know are kind of harder for determined especially if we're gusting because one time you might get in the corner all of a sudden you're real tight because of wind gusts but um you know it's just one of those things i just had a weird feel both days at port when we were practicing on saturday at times and um i just kind of wrote it off as the wind you know not the race car you said that you knew it was Kerry Madsen in front of you, and he is a veteran racer, and you knew that you had to make it count. What? Did, go a little deeper into that. Why, with a veteran racer, what, did, what do you mean by that? Well, um, you know who you have to know who you're racing, and you have to know, you know, how important it is if you need to be more aggressive, not aggressive, you know. You know, certain other cars, if they've been leading, I might not have been as concerned about them. You know, once we get to lap cars or you're later on the race, knowing our car tends to get a little bit better as the race goes. Um, but you put a, a good race car and a very experienced and excellent race car driver in front of you, and the top's dominant port roll in one and two, more or less, every week. Um, you you have to make sure you, you know, you... When you, you get the shot to pass him, that you clear him and you, you know, get away and don't give him a shot back. Because the first thing you want to do is try to pass him and don't complete the pass. Well, now the guy behind you just got to you. So um, you really have to make it work. And, you know, we, we worked it for a couple laps after a restart and got a run where I passed him cleanly. And we didn't get exchanging slide jobs back and forth and killing our momentum and wearing on tires and, you know, all the little stuff that lets somebody else get into the picture. 
I love listening to your experience and that you pull that all off during the race. Like it's, it's just so neat to, to hear you break down a race and all the thoughts that are going through your mind, but you're not even really kind of subconscious. They're just happening. Lance in victory. Yeah, lane. Um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'll let you finish. Oh, I was going to change the subject. I saw where you kind of threw your son under the bus for a bad pill draw. And I was going to ask you if you were superstitious about pill draws, if he always drew for you, what your theory was on the pill. He never started drawing for me until last year. And the first, I think, four or five races, like a port roll, he drew really good. The last four or five, I don't think he was under 50 draw for anything. <laughs> and now, fortunately, most of them were time trial shows, so it didn't kill us. So um, he actually drew a bad pill for the heat race, put me in the back of the heat race, but then he drew the pole for the feature on Saturday. And then on Sunday, he drew me a, a pole of the heat at the Grove, and then we drew mid-pack. So, but, <laughs> yeah, I'm not superstitious. Um, my what? race team is. Um, they, they're very superstitious, but I'm not. I'm, I'm a firm believer. It don't matter who draws. It is what it is. You can't change it. So, you, you know, you go and go race. So, how do you – so, one of the things I uh, – we used to talk to Greg Hodnett pre and and I know we still have a, a couple of months before the outlaws show up okay we used to talk to Greg Hodnett and I would say how do you feel like you guys are on outlaw speed and some years he would say I think we're good and sure enough it'd be a split or Pennsylvania guys would lead and other years it'd be like ah, I don't think we're that good and sure enough it would be I, I know it's early and I know you ran out in Arizona a little bit and I know even Danny ran down in Volusia a little bit um, how, how do you feel at this point in the season as uh, your overall speed goes with your program? I feel um, speed-wise, just based off of Arizona and the port and the groves, over our, our speeds there already. Um, oh. We time pretty good out in Arizona every night. We kind of almost time too good. We we weren't quite the top three in time, but we were top six in time. But I was that constantly that fourth to sixth in time, which put me in a dead spot out there for heat races. But, you know, but we had speed and we had every night for qualifying and we we're really fast support on the clock. Um, we were fast in the feature at the end. Um, Williams Grove, we were fast on the clock, really fast in our heat race. Um, I think our speed's there. You know, I mean, it's just a matter, you know, month and a half, two months from now when they come in, do we still have it? Track conditions change. Yeah, do we still have our speed? Um, them guys right now are tough. Yeah. Um, that's as deep of a field I've ever seen with the outlaws as far as cars capable of winning and running up front. Um, their points battle this year should be really, really fun to watch because I, I, I think it's going to be amazing points chase um, with everybody that's involved there now. So um, it, it it's going to be fun. But, you know, I'm – we're – Last year, we had some things that we've changed during last year that slowed us down a good part of the year, I think. And we kind of fixed that over the winter and fixed that at the end of the year. And I, I think this year, um, we're kind of back to where we were maybe two, three years ago with speed-wise. And I think we have some speed in our cars already, so we'll we'll see how it goes once we you know, get to race a little bit more. You know, we, a couple of weeks, we have the All-Stars coming in, which will, you know, Show us where we're at for real or not. 
That sound you hear is the uh, Beer Hill Gang icing down beer right now when they hear that Lance feels pretty good about his race car. So, uh, and and that's good. And I know there's a lot that's going to happen between now and then, but uh, that's all fun part of what goes on. Well, Lance, uh, we appreciate the time. Always appreciate the way you break things down for us. And uh, I'm fairly confident we'll chat with you frequently throughout the year. So, uh, wish you the best as you move forward. And congratulations again on that win at Port Royal. Well, thanks, Aaron. Thanks, Steve. And i uh, hopefully be chatting with you a lot this year. I hope so, too. Here we go. Lance DeWeese. The way his mind works is unreal. There's, there's two things that come to mind. A couple years ago, that one race, and I've shared this multiple times, where he said, yeah, back in the 90s, you could do this at Port Royal, mm-hmm. and I thought it might work. And he drove, and he went like he was on a slot car track right around Dietrich. And yeah. I was like, how do you even, and, and poor Danny Dietrich, we talked about him. He's so young, he doesn't even, you know, yeah. he was in the stands cheering for his dad then or whatever. The the one last year where he knew he needed to take the air off from Larson's car. Yeah, he didn't car. want to run. He didn't want to go up there and do but that. But he knew if he ran a certain length off the wall, it was going to mess him up just enough. Which he did to carry after uh-huh. taking the lead off from turn number four. And I love him breaking it down. You know, a lot of drivers will do those things. Well, they they won't do them. They don't know them yet. But if they do do them, it's kind of subconscious. Like, they, but he's, he has the ability to come on our show and break it down that and, we can understand and it. I knew it was Kerry Madsen in front of me and Mark Mike Marsh in his to car. Know who you're racing so with. you have to know who you're yeah. racing with. That that's a good car and a and all great. that's happening while he's full speed catching him. Unreal. Like, so it, it's it's absolutely in a series of unreal interviews. Another one <laughs> yeah. with Lance Deweese that'll be. Pre- Gosh, preceded by a, a preceded by an unreal run, and will be yeah. and 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 if he feels and if 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 in if in six weeks, two months or whenever that is uh, about two months, yeah, if he feels like he has the speed because Danny feels pretty good about the speed up there too. Yeah, we could we could get back to a couple years ago. Last year it wasn't the posse versus the outlaws wasn't all that good. No. and and I'm I'm telling you what, if the posse's running with the outlaws this year because the outlaws are stacked, stacked and tough. And if Lance is indeed right in foreshadowing that they've got the speed in Pennsylvania, we are going to have. Well, he said the ra- speed like he had two years ago, which like was it, when he won when, like yeah, every other yeah. race. We could have a posse versus outlaw year for the ages. I, yeah, I can't even. Oh, heart be still, Twitter be still. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Aggressive Hydraulics provides solutions for virtually every industry that uses hydraulic cylinders. For instance, agriculture, construction, defense, emergency services, energy, food processing, forestry, marine, mining, railway, and even truck equipment. They design and manufacture mobile-style single-stage cylinders as well as multi-stage telescopic cylinders. It's a no-one-size-fits-all approach with Aggressive Hydraulics. Check out their story at AggressiveHydraulics.com. Sage Fruit has been a longtime supporter of sprint car racing, sprint car fans, and us here at Wing Nation. What they pride themselves on most is providing shoppers with the highest quality, best tasting apples, pears, and cherries available. Go to sagefruit.com and make sure you ask your local grocer for Sage Fruit. Circle B Diecast is the new diecast outlet from Plan B Sales. What started as Lionel and Chase Authentics Apparel Distributor has grown into the largest distributor of diecast and now includes Auto World Greenlight Collectibles, Brand Art, 
Sam Bass Artwork, and University of Racing Lines. They have a huge inventory. The folks at Circle B Diecast love racing and support drivers like Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Christopher Bell, and many others with sponsorships and partnerships. And on orders over $20, use promo code MRN for free shipping. Check them out, CircleBDiecast.com. One Sprint Car Place out in Knoxville, Iowa, is where the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is. Let's get to the birthday calendar. Monday would have been Ralph Capitani's birthday, Marion Robinson, and uh, Danny Smith. Uh, there's a picture of Danny Smith. Apparently, someone got a pie in his face or a cake <laughs> in his face because he had cake all over his face. Uh, I imagine that Danny Smith celebrating a birthday later this week. Andy Granatelli, Bob Trossel. Today would have been the birthday of 1998 inductee Dean Thompson, born in 1950. And there were times on the CRA tour out in California, he was unstoppable. Smooth and consistent as a race car driver, a 1972 Rookie of the Year and a three-time CRA champion. The epic battles at Ascot with Bubby Jones, Ron Schumann, Gary Patterson, Leland McSpadden, and others are lore for the ages out in California. And they are forever enshrined in turn number two at Knoxville Raceway in the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. Uh, He passed away at a young age, 53, passed away in 2003. Uh, You can support the Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. They've got a Z20, uh, what is it, Z51 Corvette, Elkhart Lake Blue Metallic LT3 Corvette. And they're doing a drawing for that, Aaron. Yep, August 14th, right before the A feature at the Knoxville Nationals. You can go to www.winaz51corvette.com. Yep, that is cool. Good stuff. Man, I'll tell you, I love I love the history of the sport and the stories out there. That is for sure. Wing Nation Apparel is available on wingnation.com. Stay tuned. We're working on our 10th anniversary mm-hmm. stuff. Big uh, doings. Should have, yeah, big doings. Oh, big, 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 big doings. That's for sure. Uh, coming up on our Thursday podcast presented by Dry Dean and DRF Oils, Dominic Selzy, chatty young oh, lad from California. We'll see what's going on in Dominic's world. And uh, this weekend on Wing Nation on our television program presented by Sage Fruit, it was uh, ladies' night. It was uh, <laughs> you and uh, Ashley doing the shows. And you had a little sunshine there joining you. Tyler Courtney yes. as he gears up for his all-star season. Neat stuff. That is on Rev TV and on Mav TV. Thank you to Greg Wilson and to Lance DeWeese. But more important than all of that, Thank you for joining us here on Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com.